They still had problems all over there. Mike McCarthy, I, I don't know if he's ever met a clock he understood. <laughs> so we're still thinking. He's on we, sundial time. We still don't <laughs> trust Mike McCarthy, do we? No. Welcome back to the Unrestricted, hey! folks. Hey! How we doing, Wally? How we uh, doing, Bob? Oh, we're doing fine. Doing, doing good. good. Doing good. Has You're anything happened in the sports world this week? Nothing. Nothing. It wasn't Nothing. very quiet. One of the quietest weeks I could remember. Uh, Cowboys, big win. Philly, a loss. Texans, another win. And a huge win for the University of Texas. Am I the only one totally blown away? And a herpes outbreak. God, it's unbelievable. <laughs> what a week. Huh? I'm, I'm blown away that they got in. I'm Are absolutely you? yes. I did. I was. Is that sure. where we're going to start? Yeah. Let me tell you that story. The River City Refuel story. It is a. Uh, it's a business. A local guy here. Puro San Antonio. Yeah, he's a local guy, and it's a vending machine for your business. They come in. They put the vending machine in your business. That's it. You're done. That's all you got to do. It's a total cashless system, and they don't put, you know, they won't have Bexler's Parliament Lights in there, but they may have your pack of Marlboros in there. That's always possible. In fact, whose Marlboros went to uh, the Hall of Fame? Jim Leland's Marlboro pack may be in your vending machine. Who knows? It, maybe you'll ask yourself, who the hell is Jim Leland? Uh, the old Detroit Tiger manager. Anyway. You think of him as, as the Tiger manager. Yes. I think of him as the pirate manager. Okay. Interesting. Either one. Okay. Uh, office buildings, apartment complexes, dugouts at a baseball game. Who knows? Wherever you want to put a vending machine, River City Refuels will do it for you. They'll stock the whole thing with your taste, what your, you and your employees love to have, whether it's, you know, donuts, uh, Mrs. Freshly's donuts, cookies, apple pies, Parliament lights. It could be any of those things. But just call them 630-5973. 630-5973 for our friend River City Refuels, sponsor of the program. I'm I'm the guy who should be taking a victory lap today on Texas making it to the college football playoffs because I called it at the beginning of the season. Okay. But I I can't really take that victory lap because I'm as surprised as anybody that they got in, maybe more so. Really? I, I was sure that they were going to get left out because they got no help in the last several weeks. And I felt like they needed at least a loss from Washington or Florida State to get in, and they didn't get it, and they still got in. They helped themselves in that game on beating, Saturday. Beating Oklahoma State yeah, bad. Beating Oklahoma State bad. Alabama beats Georgia, which makes their win early in their season look a whole lot better as well. Yeah, I no, I, I when when all the games ended on Saturday night, they they were in my top four. The most celebrated victory in the beginning of the season I could ever remember in the history of college football. Oh my God, what they did, you know, in week two. I go, what the hell are you talking about? Anyway, the, to me, the playoffs, this whole college football thing has been a complete mess because you want the committee was never consistent. The The rankings are a complete joke, as we found out uh, for Selection Sunday. Uh, you know, did they pick the four best teams in the country? What do we think? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But if you took Georgia and you put up against any one of those four teams on a neutral site, Georgia would be the favorite. So to me, they didn't get the four best teams. You could make that argument. All right. So maybe maybe they got the four most deserving teams. Well, that's that's not 
correct either because Florida State went undefeated in a Power 5 conference, and because of the quarterback injury, they got left out because the committee believes that they would get blown out, and maybe they would have. But here's the, here's the point here. They deserve to be there. They earned a place at the table. Their strength of record was the third best in the entire freaking country. Then who How would did you they get let out? out? Then who would you have kicked out? You know what? It probably would have been either Alabama or Texas. You can't leave the SEC champion out. If you believe, like I do, that the SEC plays the best football in the country, even though somehow, head-to-head, the SEC lost head-to-head against the ACC this year. There is Florida State's beef should be with their commissioner, their ACC commissioner. We were going to have a 12-game or 12-team playoff this year. Who was one of the commissioners or one of the conferences that stood in the way of it? The ACC. Was it really? Yeah. Those bastards. Well, 12 teams is too many. No, it's Four not. teams is not enough. Eight. eight is the number. Yeah, eight should have Goodness been Goodness gracious. No, I, I, I actually like 12 because I like that first round of the five through eight versus the nine through 12 hosted at the five through eight school. I don't right. hate it. I like that first round. I like eight, but I don't hate twelve. It, it, and that's the whole thing. When I when I looked at this playoff thing and and the the hatred and the disagreements and all that kind of stuff, they fixed the problem already. So you can't get too crazy about it because they fixed the problem. What do you next mean? Year. Next year, one, we well, won't have this problem anymore. I guess so, but we have been looking to fix this problem since you and I started watching college football. No, the BCS we always kids. worked. It, the BCS always worked out. Some way, somehow, it always worked. It was very little squabble like we have this I year. I don't but feel like it did at all. No? No, I feel huh. like it was a beauty contest. College football is not meant to be judged with the eye test. Ah, it's you meant were, to be you were settled on the playing field. Golf. You didn't care. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I listen. I, I and I came around to this. You were you were absolutely right in the, in the first point you made about about Texas. Um, I, I did. I was not a believer because listen, I followed Texas real close last year doing the podcast with with Johnny Walker from from the Longhorns. Um, and Quinn Ewers was broken. He was absolutely broken last season. He got hurt, but he was broken. At this point, I will not be surprised if they win the whole freaking thing. I told you. They're that good. Yeah, they've he, got they've got veterans. They've but got he was the question classmen. all the way. But he's not the question anymore. I don't feel like that's the question at all. Not all anymore. Season long, their their strength is in is in the trenches. They have upperclassmen on both sides of the line. Sweat is one of the best players in the country this oh, year. No question. <clears throat> I want him on my Jets. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like he gets to the quarterback. He stuffs the run. He's a great player. Yeah. I think I think them against Washington on New Year's Day, that is the long runs against Washington, is going to be an absolute barn burner. I've watched Washington more than I've watched a lot of teams in college football this year. They can absolutely score. And the Texas defensive backs better be absolutely ready because Pennix can sling it. And they've got they've got round one wide receivers left and right. You see, who's your Heisman guy? I love what I saw out of Penix this past weekend and, and in the past. I love Penix. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. Yeah, Jaden's no. going to win, obviously. Yeah. But, I don't yeah. think so. But, it, but he's still very impressive. Yeah. I mean, look. I take him on my Jets. I, if he could play on Sunday, if, if he's available to play this Sunday, I would like to have that. Can I have that? <laughs> God, what a disgrace. So, so the Jets. So the early. <laughs> so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
You fired the, the quarterback. I don't, don't even bother going right. there. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a deep rabbit hole, it doesn't even matter. We need to the relegate the Jets. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the early book on that Texas-Washington game, Texas by four, over-under at 63 and a half. Yeah. I'll take the Longhorns. I'll take Texas. Yeah, it's that over-under of 63 and a half where we're going to have a game with points. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Um, I hope Texas be good. runs the football, controls the line of scrimmage, and controls the clock because Washington with the football, to me, is so dynamic. you got to try to keep Penix and his offense off the field. It's going to be uh, fascinating to see uh, how, how that all works out. And we have weeks to discuss that sure. game. And, yeah. and, and obviously the Alabama game as well. Did they get it right? I think they did. I think they got the four best teams com- combi- this, combined yeah. with the most deserved. This, this was the least bad decision they could, they could make. The, the least bad lineup. The, the, oh, there was, there was no can... way that someone was not going to get left out and had beef. And we've known this was going to happen since the beginning of the CFP. You have five five power conferences and four spots. Yeah, but you have do a team that did, you had a team that did everything that they were supposed to do. They didn't lose. They deserve to be in there in that mix over somebody that lost, don't they? Well, you know, it's funny that you because again, that. you're no. getting. But listen, here's the thing: if the quarterback doesn't get injured, they're in the in the mix. If if the perceived notion that the ACC is a crappy conference, uh, they get in. But those are the two things that that went against them. Well, here's it, here's the one thing because generally I think the book is a is a accurate representation of what the market is. Georgia is favored by two touchdowns. Yes, Georgia is favored by against two touchdowns. Florida State against Florida State. Yes, so okay. Georgia should be. You could you could make the case Georgia should be in the top four. Well, if they anyway, just won, they I would could. be. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they had just won, I could. Georgia has beef. Three points. Three points went. Drop them from one to six. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Florida State has beef. I mean, I, I think from the eye test perspective, maybe even Ohio State has a little beef, too. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, Ohio maybe State a li- Maybe a little bit. I but- got a big beef. <laughs> Sorry. What did I say? That went over the air. Okay, Okay, this is a long time ago, but do you remember when the University of Cincinnati was playing great basketball with Kenyon Martin? Yes. And I I can't, I don't think they were undefeated, but they had an excellent record, maybe one or two losses, heading right up until March Madness, and Kenyon Martin got hurt. Right. You remember this? Right. And they still got, and they still got a number one seed. They weren't knocked off their pedestal, so to speak, down to like a five seed just because they'd lost their best player. My brother made that, uh, made that uh, debate to me and said, you know, they do this in in March Madness when players get injured and stuff like that. I said, yes, but we're not talking about an undefeated team. We're just not the av- and, and and that kind of playoff. There's you know there's a lot of a lot of games before that, so I, I think it was just different. The average CFP semi game is I think it's forty one twenty. I think is what I heard the other day. Do in we, terms of margin, of- no, no, in terms of the score, forty one twenty. It's an average two to three. Yeah, possession they have not been game. great games. Do we want another one? Because quite frankly, that's what we're going to get. No, and that's why that's why they went away from Florida State because they didn't. They took it uh, on an entertainment basis. What game is going to be the best semifinal game we can give you? Well, it's not going to include Florida State because they don't have their quarterback anymore. But the problem with that is that's not that's not how it's supposed to work. That's not how sports work. It's about what you earn, and they earned a right to be there, and it got taken away. Tough anyway. shit. The semen yeah. holes, the semen holes of 
been my least favorite school in college football. Seminoles? Seminoles. Isn't that how you pronounce it? Seminoles. Seminoles. Yeah, you made a Seminoles. sexual. Seminoles? Just, just Seminoles? No, yeah. I don't think it's a semen hole. Well, maybe it is said that way, and I've been saying it wrong the whole just, just, ju- just be prepared for the congressional inquiries. One of the legislators in Florida is calling yeah, Ron DeSantis for, is, he's suing. For, for the CFP oh to God. turn over all their recordings, all their emails. That's so uh, Florida. He should, he should look at the, uh, the Sports Illustrated's decision to make Deion Sanders the uh, sportsman of the year. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> to me, it's, and you know, you look through the list of sportsmen that, that could have been the guy, and it's, it's, not, it's not easy to find somebody, but I think I would have went with Patrick Mahomes. There were a lot of guys, a lot of guys. Yeah, but there was, deserving. you know, soccer people and all that stuff. It's like, now you can't make soccer people. No. So I would have went with Patrick Mahomes. But anyway, um, more on college football. No. Yeah. Yes. A little bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit more. Okay, give uh, it to you, me. Uh, and this is, this is scary because UTSA's best defensive player, Trey Moore, uh, he was the AC, AAC player of the year defensively. Transfer, right? Yeah, entered the transfer portal. And that's scary, and it makes me hate the NIL more, more and more every day. Uh, it's awful for these smaller schools because they can't compete. And, if, you, and if, you're a, if you're the best player on one of these teams, you, you can't get the NIL money from that school that you can get somewhere else, and they're going to leave, and they're going to get up and leave. Uh, and uh, it's, it's awful. It's good uh, for the kid. It's it's good for the kid. There's no question about that. I was also shocked that Jeff Trailer ends up staying at UTSA. I was shocked that Houston didn't make the make the uh, the trigger for that. Uh, they don't. They went in a different direction, and Trailer will be at UTSA. So that's good. And for coaching them. the bowl game. Yeah. So I think it's good for UTSA. Yeah. Now and, go win the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Go, go that for a change. Um, what'd you make of the Cowboys? I thought it was their best victory of the season thus far. I think the Cowboys are as uh, are playing as well now as I have seen them in the last twenty years. How about that? Wow, so that's saying something. Yeah, I, I haven't seen them play this well all the way around. Um, but it, it goes back to what we thought about the Cowboys in the very beginning. Uh, until they get to the playoffs, we don't know what we have in this team. You because you think the coach has a chance to screw it up, and you think that Dak has a chance to screw it up. Could here's the thing, you. Dallas is going to make the playoffs. I don't think there's any question about that. And they'll win a playoff game, but are they going to string three playoff wins together? I don't see that happening. You never know with any team whether they're going to be able to do that, Walt. Even a team like Philadelphia, I mean, they just got trounced. You think San Francisco's going to lose three straight at home? San Francisco's the best team in the league. Well, you want to win the Super Bowl, that's what you got to do. Bob looks dumbfounded. So this was a great game. They beat a team that is now 500 by six points at home. At home, where they dominate. Where was the they game? They beat a 500 at team at home, home. by home. six points. You're just, you're just upset because your 49ers were far more impressive in destroying, dismantling the Philadelphia well, Eagles. Well, well, yeah, they had but, the best team in the league, but, no question. But, but let's go back. They still had problems in the red zone. Yes. They still had problems all over there. Mike McCarthy, I, I don't know if he's ever met a clock he understood. <laughs> so we're still thinking. He's on we, sundial time. We still don't <laughs> trust Mike McCarthy, do we? No. 
No, no and I, I don't, don't trust either. Dak either. And listen, Dak has played as good as he's played in his entire career. But can you not see a playoff game where Dak will throw three interceptions? Of course I can see that. But, right. but I got to give him credit. This is the best I've seen Dak play. Yes. I'm with and, you. And I I'm really, with you. And they're going to win Show this me. weekend. They're going to win this weekend. They're going to beat Philadelphia. They're going to beat Philadelphia. I expect that, too. You're at, they're at home. They've been uh, killers at home. I expect that I to also, happen. I also need them to beat Philadelphia. Yeah, you do, because you're looking for 49ers <laughs> to get the one seed. Yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need home. Of course you home, do. Home, home um, <laughs> Texans, by the way, a playoff team, right? I said that weeks ago. I don't they know. Are, I don't they know. were really good. You know, Jacksonville is the better team, but after Ooh. watching Trevor Lawrence's injury the other day, I don't yeah. know. That division is still wide open. It's it's Right now they're saying high ankle sprain right. on Trevor Lawrence, so maybe that's only a few weeks. And I thought he had to do squeaking. some hairline surgery or something like that that I hear. I was something like that? Seeing, seeing high ankle sprain this morning. But they played at Jets this weekend, so they, they should have no issue whatsoever. The Texans do, yeah. yeah. Which will be good for me because I get to watch the team on, yeah. you know, watch the, no, I don't, I, I can't even watch the Jets at this point. I really can't. Have, you been, able, have you been able to watch this NBA in-season tournament? Have you gotten into it? All right. Let, let, uh, we, I, I can, I can get into that. My, my one solid opinion on this thing is that it, it to me, it's an indictment on the NBA player who is so, has been so geeked up for this tournament. It makes me nauseous uh, when they absolutely love load management, but now all of a sudden for an in season tournament, that means absolutely nothing to the NBA fan. They're all so geeked up. I watched the, uh, I watched the Suns and Lakers last night. Uh, it, it makes me sick. What? It makes you me, me sick. You have me totally confused. I thought what we were looking for was guys getting more competitive early in the season. Yeah, but doesn't that Christmas. take away from the, se- the, the regular season? How, how are these players in, in January, those games, when they just kind of, you know... All of it, listen, here's the, here's the biggest indictment. All of a sudden, Kawhi Leonard's playing games. Really? I think it's no awesome. kidding. Yeah, because they all want to go to freaking Las Vegas and spend whatever. How much is the money that they get? Like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's about freaking money for these jackasses. God, it makes me nauseous. What? Yes, Lee. I just did not expect you to come in with a flamethrower on this. I've been watching basketball the last two nights, and three of the four games have gone down to the buzzer. They've been excellent games. I mean, crowds into it, players into it. Benches into it. It's exactly what a an NBA fan like myself wants to see. You know, sometime sure. before the playoffs, and I got to see it the last two nights. That's fantastic. But it's a it's a they're only getting geeked up for a tournament that doesn't matter. The NBA Cup. Come it on, it's matter. got prestige Listen, going back. The only weeks. the only team that's going <laughs> to hang a banner is the Texas A and M Aggies if they were in it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This thing, it doesn't matter to anyone other than the players, the franchise, and the fans that are at the arena. I, uh, I the ones in Vegas. I don't. I don't care. I don't think you're right. I think there's more. I think there is something to build on with this cup, and I think you're going to see it build over the years into something important and um, increasingly important to the players. I guarantee you, Kawhi Leonard will take the next two weeks off after after he was done with this. <laughs> And the rest of it. Listen, and, you know, that, that's why that's why I am so impressed with LeBron James. LeBron, And you can hate him. And if you do hate him, you're just a jackass. You don't know what you're, th- you're talking about. That guy plays every single night and plays just about every single minute of every game. That's unbelievable. Walter, awesome. I mean, Adam Silver and the rest of the Crypt Keepers didn't make this tournament for you. 
This isn't built they for never, you. They never make it for the fans. So it's always I, about the players. I feel like it's 100% built for the fans. Why? I'm what not the, in Las Vegas. What the F are you talking about? These games are entertaining. Isn't that what you're asking for? Yes. But it takes... It, it really... It really spotlights how much the regular season doesn't matter. Yes, we've known that for years. So this fix is that. It better. That's what your league is about, the regular season. It's not about some stupid tournament. I don't care about that. You're just mad because your Knicks got blown out by Milwaukee. <sighs> I know. The I don't. only bad game I of didn't the plan. Care. I didn't care. Really? But the game still, the, the thing that I do care about is that the game still matters in the standings. Right, it does. But I didn't get caught up in all the tournament stuff. I I, I didn't care. I, I'm Sorry. really surprised by that. No. I thought it was entertaining. And let me tell you what. You think a Spurs fan was into this tournament thing? I think they would have been if we had qualified. Hell well, yeah. Listen, the Spurs <laughs> fan doesn't like the NBA. The Spurs fan just loves their team. They hate the NBA. I think that's the case with most. With most uh, you don't. Not me. Well. But I, I just love basketball. You're, spe you're special. Yes, I am. That's no, right. And, 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 just, and just look for, I mean, special. Yeah. The, the Bucks and the Lakers possibly in, this, in the final. Does that not sound great? What if it's an upstart? What if, what if the Indiana Pacers and their fan base have been crazy about their it's young team, the upstart Pacers, team? Yeah. And they're Alabama. young and, and they're kind of just making their way onto the national scene. This is a way for them to announce themselves as a team to be reckoned with for the NBA Finals months from now if they can somehow dispatch the Milwaukee Bucks, who have, you know, have a championship in the last two years, mm -hmm. and Giannis Antetokounmpo, et cetera, et cetera. If they're able to down them and then get through the Lakers and lift up a cup, how huge would that be for the Pacers fan base? In three years, that Pacers fan base, that could be something like the Spurs fan base with Wimby. No, we're not quite ready to win an NBA championship, but yes, we can win and an NBA this is in a, This isn't the NIT. It, I don't see it that oh way. My God. Sorry. And, when, and when was the last time LeBron played 40 minutes in December? No. He cares. But that's my question. Why does he care? Because they're all going to get a trip to Vegas. They got so geeked up just to get a little pocket money. This is pocket money for strippers and steak dinners. And, you know, they can go to the buffet in the hotel. Are you, that's all that's are you judging the gambling and the strippers? Oh, my gosh. Jesus they're judge ye not. Walter. I mean, let's all, get to, let's get to these, something more exciting. The Spurs. All, all of these players are competitive to a, to a core. You could put a freaking Pokemon and give it to them as a as a champion in the championship, and they're going to play for it. But, yeah, but why aren't they doing that in January in the NBA regular season? Because then? the regular season games don't count. Well, there you go. That's my problem. <laughs> all right, speak, uh, let, let me get to my my Spurs point here. Uh -oh. uh, I think they've been great lately. I think they should tank. <laughs> you do. No, you don't do. use that tank. word. Go, go tank again. No, they're not good enough. They're the third worst uh, point uh, points per game against in the league. Their their defense is the biggest problem. I've been saying it for the last I don't know how long it's been. Uh, they're last in the conference. Tank again? Why not, Walter? What the hell do you think they're doing? They've lost how many in a they're row? Not they're not tanking. Well, they're just not good. Yes, they're they not good. They don't have. But to don't root for them to win. That's what I'm telling you. They don't have to try to lose. They're going to lose. Yeah, but they they don't they're have to lose. They're young and dumb and if not good want, enough. If they if they put the and to me defense is about effort. And if they put a better effort for defense, this team could win. 
They have the pieces. They they have they have three good quality players. Obviously, Wembenyama. They have a Vassell, and they have Keldon Johnson. Those three guys are pretty good. And you've seen signs now from Sohan. I don't want to hear anybody tell me, oh, he's not going to be the point guard. You don't know what the hell you're watching. Uh, you have seen signs from him throughout the season already, where it's coming around to him. It's not consistent. It may not. It may not get consistent for the entire year. But you're seeing signs from that kid. I do not agree with that. I have not seen okay. the signs. I am worried about his future next to Wimby. I'm worried about it. I don't know how he fits in. Maybe as a sixth man off the bench. You're Maybe. asking a kid that's never played this position to get in line with a guy who's seven foot four who doesn't have a position on the court either. Very difficult. Sohan's not a great passer. To be a point guard, you need to be a great passer. I haven't seen it from Sohan. Okay. And I think point guards are born, not built, especially not after they're 19 years old. I just can't think of anybody in the history of the league who's made a positional switch from something else to point guard once they got to the NBA, uh, it, it, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You're a point guard from the time you're four. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. So you think they should tank worse than they already are? Am I yeah, I, you? I, again, you know, tanking is is a uh, is something that the organization does by setting up their lineups a certain way. You're never, you can't ask a player to lose a game on purpose because they never will. Players can never lose and never try to lose a game ever. It never happens unless, of course, they're being paid off, which is not the case here. Um, it's an organizational thing. Pop is in charge of tanking. If he wants this organization to tank, he will make them tank. Before you know it, players start taking time off yep. uh, and those kind of things and, and lineup changes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's the road they should go down. They should now be, their, their spotlight should be on a top five pick once again. Well, it is. Even with playing hard, even with playing everybody, they're they're. If they play good defense, they could they could be a uh, they could get in the seven ten game. They are not getting there, Walt. They're I know just... they're not getting there, but it's again, it's a, it's a it, you. The problem they have right now is they don't have a they don't have a veteran leader on that team that that somebody's going to listen to. That's by design. Well, you know, Dougie McDermott would be that guy, but he doesn't play enough to be respected on the team. He's not good you, enough either. Yeah, he's not good enough. That's why he doesn't play enough. <laughs> so you need to get a, you need to get a guy that's a veteran that knows how to win, and it'll probably it, you know. And a lot of times it comes from the point guard position, but you can't go down that route. If the Spurs had wanted to go that route, they would have done it this summer and they would have gone out and gotten Fred Van Vliet and he'd be doing the same thing that he's done for Houston. By the way, you see Houston making leaps and bounds. Um, he could have done that in San Antonio, but that's not the timeline the Spurs are on. The Spurs knew they were going for another lottery pick. They knew they'd be able to compete hard this year and still lose. Yeah, but if they played, again, I go back to defense. You can't be, this is a Greg Popovich-led team that is the third worst defensive team in the league, and they were historically terrible last season. Uh, it's just shocking how bad defensively they are. If they played any, if they were if they were middle of the road in the NBA, they would be challenging for a playoff spot. But young teams are bad defensively. It's just one of those things. Well, it's just how it works. And by the way, nowadays, I mean, you watch the Sacramento Kings. They don't seem to give a 
GD about playing defense. They're just going to go put 148 points up. You mean Sabonis doesn't like defense? It doesn't play a lot oh of defense. God. He's terrible. De'Aaron Fox does not play a lot of defense, and that's probably why they lost to the Pelicans. Uh, I'm with I you. Before last. I'm with you. Uh, let me, uh, I got um, one sport thing and one radio thing, I got to tell you. Okay, news uh, and notes yeah, by Wally. Real quick. I bought three tickets on StubHub for the U.S. men's national team that's playing a friendly over at Toyota Field on the 4th of January. Did you even know they were playing? I did not. I didn't know either. I just happened to see it. Uh, I saw some note. I go, What? It was on my Ticketmaster thing because I got the Spurs season ticket package. I go, holy crap. My kids, my daughter's going to want to see this because she's on uh, her high school uh, uh, JB uh, soccer team. I go, let me get these tickets. I tried to get them before they, you know, went to secondary market. That didn't happen. So, uh, congratulations on getting tickets. You, the best tickets I could have got for face value were standing room only for 30 bucks. Wow. But they're playing at Toyota Field because the men's national team will never play on artificial turf, not anymore. Well, how many, um, how many, how many seats are there at Toyota Field? I think it's, I think it's, it's either, it's either eight thousand or thirteen thousand. I know that's a terrible guess, but I've seen both of those, so I'm not really sure. I had season tickets the first year Toyota yeah. uh, with the with whatever team it was, FCSA. Um, yeah, and uh, and that was cool. I, I got a kick out of it. Eight thousand. That was pretty cool. Eight thousand. It is. Right. That's just not a lot of people for no. a US MNT game. Yeah. So it's gonna be. That's uh, pretty cool. I gotta go get, gotta go get some tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gotta see that. My radio story. Uh, let me just throw this out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's the first page of this? Wait You're gonna a minute. get us fired again? No. Okay. All right. So here's this. This is uh, after the Allen Iverson incident. Oh, boy. This is me personally. I was taken off, and I don't know what made me want to tell this, but I just wanted to. So I get taken off Ticket 760. I get put on the WOAI pregame show for the Spurs uh, full-time. That was my that was my gig, and plus doing WOAI Sports News in the morning. I had never hosted that show before. Right. Myself, anyway. I, I got have. no instruction. I got no advice from anyone, uh, including my boss at that time, Peter Bulger. Uh, so after that game, the first game of the season, I go downstairs. I grabbed Coach Pop audio uh, in his interview, um, and I did that so I had something to play on the air because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I rushed upstairs to the bar area. I started the show in about three minutes. I'm basically out of breath. I had no plan. I had no box score because the box scores weren't ready yet, so I was completely lost. I'm scurrying around trying to figure out what sound I'm going to play, where I can find a box score on my, on my laptop, all that kind of stuff. It was a disaster, right? I was completely lost. The next day, Peter Bolger comes to me and hands me a CD of that show. And I thought to myself, why on earth would you fucking record this show? <laughs> really? He wanted to show me how bad I was. How bad I was. And and listen, admittedly, it wasn't a good show. I knew it wasn't a good show. So that's why I decided to put Peter Bulger on my list of the worst people I have ever met in my life. <laughs> That Merry is, Christmas to you. That wow. son of a bitch. I mean, listen, he screwed he screwed me there. Um us, you mean? He screwed you yeah, he screwed well, he screwed me there. Yeah. He screwed us as a group. He also screwed me and Andy too because w- when that whole situation went down with with Taylor and that stuff, he got bowled over by the FM operations director and the FM guy puts his guy in there which was Jeff Sheen. <laughs> Had that go, yeah, and and booted us off the air. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. What a what a he was a meek idiot. 
Yes, a jellyfish. Yeah. He was without spine. He really was. He certainly was. He certainly was. What made you want to put him on blast here this Christmas season? I don't know. Not Christmas season. It's Hanukkah season, right? It is Hanukkah season first. All right, I'll give you, and I'll give you one more before we leave. Um, So last night, I I saw uh, earlier in the week that PBS was premiering this Inside the Uvalde response. All right? So that happened last night. I didn't see it. I wish I'd known. It was fascinating. It was disturbing. It was sad. Uh, made you tear up. At least it did to me. The nine one one calls that you heard, and they were, were already been had been released. They were chilling, and just brought me to tears just listening to them. Uh, so I got I got a lot on this, but I'll just give you this uh, one thing here. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, they knew early on that this shooter had an AR fifteen. Because they could just tell by the size of the bullet holes that were in the walls. And so there was even a, I think the teacher that got killed in it was shot when a bullet hole went through one of the walls and struck her. Wow. Okay. But this was a direct quote. This was an imprint. This was on audio that they had last night. And that was the one thing. Because none of these files, none of this whole investigation has been released to the public as of yet. It did, a piece of it got released last night. Excuse me. (coughs) Detective Lewis Landry Jr. said on this program last night during his interview with investigators about what happened, he said, quote, we weren't equipped to make entry into that room without several casualties. And what more do you need to know than that? It was a it was a colossal collapse on many different levels. There was mistakes made. They were overwhelmed. They didn't know what they were walking into. Initially, when they got to the scene, they were expecting to investigate a car accident that turned into road rage. That's what they thought when they first got to the school. They had no idea what they were running into. None. And they were not equipped for it. And frankly... Didn't you know, run in quick enough. No, they didn't. But you know what? You, what you'll also get from this, and if you get a chance to go look at it, it's on PBS. I look forward to it. There's uh, there's a initial uh, shooting once the police got there. But I think once, I, I think the, the issue was, yes, they didn't go into the classroom and engage the shooter. Um, there would have been, there would have been, as as that officer said, there would have been casualties uh, for the police officers, no question about it. But I think most of the shooting had already been done by the time the cops got there. Mm. The problem was those kids were still alive. That teacher was still alive. They had zero chance of saving them because they didn't go in there and engage him. And that's it. Can I give you a brighter something to watch? Yes. Have you seen the Beckham documentary? I have not. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Now, I have taped the Wrexham show, and I haven't seen one episode of that. Welcome to Wrexham is, uh, frankly, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. It's not that interesting. Um, I mean, unless you want to see two Hollywood stars jerk themselves off. Did you like the other other soccer soccer series? Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, that was fabulous. It was was incredibly good. The Beckham documentary is amazing. The relationship that he carries both with Alex Ferguson, his manager from the time he's basically 15 years old until 27 years old is amazing. The relationship between he and his wife, Posh Spice, is amazing. I love Victoria Beckham. Do you really? Absolutely. I find her uniquely unattractive. Oh my God. I She is so 
sexy and hot. Really? Oh, my God. Bob, break the tie. Yeah, she's angular. Yeah, oh. that's a good word for it. She reminds me of uh, uh, the Princess of Monaco. She's obviously very much in shape, um, and and uh, short short hair. I don't know, and it reveals a very sexy neck to me. Oh my god, I would just nibble on that all day. Long. Oh my god, gross! All day long, gross. Oh, okay. Victoria Beckham would be on my list. Yeah, she'd yes. be on your list. Okay. Yeah, and he can watch if he wants. I don't care. <laughs> okay, then go watch the documentary because I will and be honest. She looks great. Yeah, she looks great in she the show, great. huh? She looks Is there great. any nudie shots of her? There's no nudie shots. Nothing. Of her. No, but but the most interesting part is because of a mistake Beckham makes in a World Cup match while playing for England. You know, we in the United States kind of probably didn't see this, but he was outcast by his own country, really? by his own fans for over a year. And it's, is this a, a mistake in the game itself? Or yeah, something I don't, he just said, just, I, I don't want to bear, I don't want to give okay, away what okay. happens, but um, yeah, I mean, it's historical. It happened. Um, I should have broke left instead of breaking right. So, uh, it's it's worse, something that happened on the field. Yes. Yeah, something oh, okay. that happened on the field okay. that turns fans against him. Wow. And, you realize that, you know, it wasn't exactly just a, a, a paved golden road for, for Beckham, right. even though, you know. He's married to Victoria Beckham. Yeah. yeah. It's paved. Yeah. 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 And and to add another bright story to your movie recommendations, coming out over Christmas, Boys in the Boat by George Clooney about the 1936 Washington crew team that went to Berlin oh and won the gold medal. No, that's a great story. These kids were hard scrabble, living in Hoover towns, unemployed. It's it is a great story. It's going to be a great feel good story. Is this on the big screen or it's, it's going to be on the big screen? Okay. Yeah. I have a big screen at home. Have you seen the new uh, George Gervin Iceman documentary yet? No. On NBA TV. Uh-uh. I, I I need to get around to that. Hopefully, I'll report on that next week. Okay. Um, last thing, real quick, the golf ball rollback. Does that have your son upset since he's a golfer? Say it again. The golf ball rollback. What's the golf ball rollback? Oh, are you not familiar with this? No. The USGA and RNA have decided and... The, the finalization of it will come out this week, that the golf ball and its distance will be rolled back something like 4 to 5%. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I, I heard about that like a, like two months ago. Um, I don't think anybody, I mean, your son's a huge golfer. Is he not going to be upset that he can't hit it 320? He's hitting it right now at 250. Hey, that's really good. If he, 250, if, but he shot 104 yesterday at Bra- at uh, Willow Springs uh, tough in a golf tournament. Tough day. I said, "What the hell is it? What is it? We he, we expected we expected in the 90s. I was hoping for the 80s, and he comes back with a 104. Although he he was he he hit the at a par three, nearly got a hole in one. But that's if you're thinking the ball's going to go right into the cup on the fly after it hit two feet, two, two feet shorter or wide of it. And it just rolled off. Yeah. So, but I said, dude, I said, that's not almost a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> so be critical. It's time for a time for another golf lesson. Um, the problem with the golf ball rollback is it's a rule that is basically created by a small handful of guys at the very, very top of the game, Bryson DeChambeau and others, who are murdering the golf ball. And that's okay? the and that's the only people this rule is really going to affect. And it's also, the, yes, yes. 
because the average golfer is really only going to be affected by a very small percentage. Okay. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, but I don't know why they had to make the rule for both amateur and pro when it's really only based on the the statistics of a couple of guys at the very top of the game. Because you want to play the same ball that the pros are playing. You want to play the same clubs that the pros are playing. I can't afford either one of those. (laughs) I'm not spending $30 for a a box of golf balls. Exactly. Exactly. And you're never going to have access to the same driver that Tiger hits. Because it's a one-off. My son bought a new driver, got it from his parents for Christmas. It was $250. I go, dude, you better start working. Brace yourself. A lot of them are 600 bucks. I'm, I'm sending my son over to China deal. to go to yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> right? We don't employ 15, 14, 15-year-olds in this country, do we? Well, we do as long as they work in the family business. That's right. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. I got to go. All right, let's wrap it up with River City Refuels. It is a local company here in San Antonio. And what they do is they put a vending machine in your business. That's how it works. And the vending machine is stocked with stuff that you and your employees like to have, whether it's a pack of Parliament lights. I don't know. Ashley's. Oh, Ashley. I don't think she makes donuts, but maybe she does. Freshly's donuts. Maybe cookies. Uh, maybe something healthy, perhaps. Maybe ramen noodles. Whatever it is, they put it in there for you. You don't have to do anything. It's a total cashless system. It's perfect for an office building. Perfect for an apartment complex. Uh, even just a small office. Whatever it is, they'll do it for you. Just call them at 630-5973. 630-5973. I I can't mention his name because he's a billionaire and 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 a celebrity. And if you knew who he was, you'd call him right away. But call him anyway. 630-5973. 630-5973 for River City Refuels. Like and subscribe. Please join us next week on The Unrestricted. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove You know it's good. Hey, feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh huh. It feel good, cause you know.